Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of What the Geek Talk. This episode is 29 and here joining me today are my co-host chair, <laughs> the biggest Star Wars fan that I know, Pedro. <laughs> yeah, I, so what's up with you? I, I, Anything new? I think there's bigger, I think there's bigger Star Wars fans. You're then, the biggest one that I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure a few of them probably flew under your nose. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I feel like there's other um, Star Wars fans bigger than me. And I'm sure you've met them. Uh, Name some that uh, you know. I'm trying to think of them. I I guess I can't think of them at the moment. I'm sure sure at Walmart you'll run into somebody that works there that will tell you, like, oh, hey, uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. You'll be like, oh, my God, this guy literally beats Pedro. But, yeah, I guess, you know, in most of my jobs I have, yeah, there's only one room for one big Star Wars fan, and that's me. So, yeah, I guess I am the biggest Star Wars fan, you know. Yeah. And the, and the biggest Green Day fan, too, apparently. <laughs> Nobody has taught me yet. I'm like, oh, man, this is sad. I'll be honest with you. In my entire life, I've only known two Green Day fans with you. And then in middle school, in high school, middle school, high school, and elementary school, I went to school with this girl for a while, actually. She loved Green Day. And I remember they used to make fun of her because of hers, like, how much she loved Green Day. Yeah, me too. And she'd wear, like, this Green Day sweater all the time. Like, don't you have another sweater? No, yeah. I I got made fun of, too. And it's funny because at times they were like, fuck Green Day. And I was like, what's wrong with Green Day? They're sellouts. Um... Okay, I was just like, okay, I, I guess. I, I got so many nicknames out of that. In high school, some people would be like, oh, I was talking to Pedro. Which Pedro? You know, Pedro Sr., Pedro, he does track and field. Mm, no, they'll be like, no, I don't. Green Day? Oh, okay, that Pedro. Uh, like, and then another a nickname I would go by was Green Gay. That was Green like Gay. one of the names I got, Green Gay. I don't know. It's middle school. It's full of dumbass kids, including myself. So, you know, whatever. But, yeah. One day I wore a black shirt, a black button-up shirt, and they were like, hey, all you're missing is the red tie, green gay. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I was wearing a black shirt with black jeans and black Converse. Technically, the lead singer of Green Day wears black t-shirt a black shirt with a red tie black jeans and black converse i don't know i i got i got it it was being a green day fan it was tough all right people don't think it's so it's tough man you're constantly i constantly get called out on liking green day you like green day that's fucking band is trash no and it's not it's a really good band it's hall of fame they're rock and roll hall of famers so fuck off you fucking green day haters so i'm at the game awards i was so happy imagine being a nickelback fan Oh, fuck. You know, there's something we both can relate. Like, ah, they hate you for no reason, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I feel that too, man. But anyway, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm excited. I'm super excited. What are you excited for? The Mandalorian Season (laughs) 2. I'm not going to drop that. I'm not going to drop that thing I told you off mic. I'm not going to drop that. Okay, fine. I'm not dropping that, but uh, not on not on today's podcast. But anyway, um, The Mandalorian Season 2, October 30th. I'm excited. They haven't put out a trailer, correct? Nothing yet? Nothing like posters or anything for Season 2? The only thing we have is a legit poster of The Mandalorian. You know how he has that 
Mandalorian poster that's kind of long with the orange words, and he's in the middle. Mm-hmm. This time it's blue with him and the child in the poster. That's all we have. And then they just said October 30th. Episodes drop on October 30th. Keyword. Episodes? Do you think they're going to do it like... I know, like, some streaming services, they go with, they drop three episodes, and then they go weekly. Or, in, and, well, unless you're Netflix, where you drop the whole thing. Fucking Netflix. What do you think? What do you think they're going to do? Keywords, episodes. Keywords. I think they're going to do the whole drop three, and then, or two. You think so? Yeah, and then the rest will be weekly. Because they did, they were pretty successful with their weekly release, I think. Every episode, people would talk about it. Yeah, I, I think, and I, here's the thing, like... I also believe that, like, I think Netflix would have the same success if they would start doing the same thing. Because the thing is, like, when you dropped the Tiger King, remember how big that was? Yeah. How big was it? It was, like, I think it was seven episodes, but they were all, like, over an hour. Yeah, right? Over an hour, seven episodes, right? Everybody was talking about it. The news was talking. Everybody was insane about the Tiger King. But it died out by the second week, halfway, it died out. And now nobody's talking about it. Well, the Mandalorian yeah. kept that conversation going for a couple months. Yeah. So I think it's smart for Disney to say, hey, we're going to drop an episode. Here, 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 here. They also have Baby Yoda. So The child. It's called a child. Stop calling it fucking Baby Yoda. It's called a child. It's Everybody not Yoda. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. No, 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 no. It's called a child. Baby Yoda is Yoda when he was a baby. This is not Yoda. This is the child. That's his name. The child. Google it. The Mandalorian. The child. And it pops up. The child. But, yeah, no. I I, I think that's, that's, that's fair to actually say what you were saying. They're probably going to drop like three episodes one day. And then episode after episode after episode. I mean, what do you, what do you prefer your... Your your shows, your streaming service shows. I tend to binge things, man. Like, oh, you're a bencher, huh? Yeah, like all, like whenever Netflix drops like their seasons, like certain things. Like I would watch Sabrina. It would take me a day to finish all of Sabrina. How is that? Chilling adventure. It's. I didn't hear good things about it. No, it's pretty good. Okay, so it's very a lot of it's very cheesy, and sometimes. It's, sometimes it gives you a little cringe, but not like Riverdale cringe. Oh, like, it's boy. not as bad as Riverdale. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. Riverdale has, like, the, some of the worst cringe you'll see. Oh. You're like, why? Harley are you Quinn doing has this? some terrible shit. Did yeah. you finally watch this? I saw one episode, so I'm not watching this. What? No. There's no. There's. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm serious. Yeah, no. I saw it. I was like, ah. Uh... What was cringe for you? <laughs> the whole thing. I was like, I'm not watching this shit. I just jumped out. I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to watch Wedding Crashers again. Oh, wow. Because he's in it. And the whole time I was watching Wedding Crashers and Owen Wilson was talking, I was like, that's fucking Lightning McQueen. He does not change his voice for Lightning McQueen. It is legit. Owen Wilson. He's like, oh, wow. And I legit kept hearing Lightning McQueen. I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, hey. I love you. And I was like, dude, he sounds just like Lainey McQueen. It was funny. I was just laughing. No, I didn't I didn't get into Harley Quinn. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint the listeners and of course 
our lovely host. Today. I'm so bummed out, man. Like, oh, I get. Well, I guess I know. I understand humor is very subjective, and your type of humor is different than mine. We have. Me and you have actually. Me and you have very different senses of humor. Now that we I have a lot it. of differences. <laughs> Do, the like, fact that we've we've done these many episodes of podcasts has has actually blown my mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> TV shows are very different. You love Justice League. I was like, that shit was okay. <laughs> you were all hyped about Aquaman. I was like, eh. It took me forever to watch Wonder Woman. <laughs> you saw Wonder Woman the second it came out. I did watch Wonder Woman. You thought Thor Ragnarok was cool. I love Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> this is still one of my favorite MCU movies. I love Thor Ragnarok. That one's my favorite out of all. You of them. said it was. Ended. You said it was cool when he came out of the theater. You're like, yeah, it's cool. It like, grew on me. It grew on you. It grew on Man, me. it grew on me the second it started, especially with "Immigrant Song" by Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that movie's so good. So so excited for Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm going back to the Mandalorian, though. I agree with you know three episodes. That's cool. I can't. I'm not gonna. Beggars can be choosers, and I've been begging for already season two, and we're getting season two. I think. Well, I don't know. What else just... can I bitch about? Nothing. Not for you. Not no, for I Star got... Wars. Well, me you know. See, I'm the Star Wars fan. That's like, again, like going with the whole Rose Tico thing, and how everybody's figuring it out. This is my view on the last... Have I ever done my view on The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker on the podcast? No, right? I don't think you have. Here it is. Let it go, man. Leave it alone. The Last Jedi, I saw it. I was like, man, there's some things here I do not like. But other than that, you know, whatever. He did his best. He did his thing. And uh, we're uh, we're done, you know? That was it. And then same thing with... um. Same thing with uh with the Rise of Skywalker. I saw it. I was like, man, there's some cool things here, but they definitely dropped the ball. But you know what? If you like it, if, if whoever goes and watches the the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker and says, oh man, I loved it. That's great, man. That's you know you, you know no Star Wars fans should be talking shit. But yeah, some are gonna talk shit. Ooh, you ruined my childhood, dude. Star Wars was my childhood too. Okay. My childhood did not was not just Star Wars. My childhood was Tony Hawk, which I'm playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Random Thought Video coming tomorrow, so stay tuned for that at YouTube at What the Pop. That was I, I got that in pretty good. <laughs> um and um yeah, no. So there was a lot of stuff that, you know, Rocket Power was like a thing I used to watch, Drake and Josh. So my childhood was huge. So did Star Wars ruin my childhood? Fuck no. They just added more lore to it and it worked for some people. It worked for others. But at the end of the day, leave fucking Ryan Johnson alone. Leave J.J. Abrams alone. You can't do Kathleen Kennedy's job, so don't tell her what to fucking do. Just leave it alone, man. Let's move on. The Clone Wars season, the last Clone Wars season was was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. I still enjoyed it. Every episode but the sister episodes were kind of dragging, man. Like, I was like, fuck. Other than that, it was great. The Bad Batch is coming. I'm excited for the Bad Batch. Mandalorian Season 2. It's coming. Mandal- the Mandalorian was already great. Star Wars Jedi Fallen. Fun game. Star Wars Squadrons that's coming. Looks great too. What the fuck? I'm, let go of the past and enjoy what's coming now. 
That's all I got to say. That is a Star Wars fan to other Star Wars fans. Let the past die. Move on. Look forward to other things. I still like that line from... That was from the the last one. You know, Kylo Ren, he's like, oh, you know, let the past die, blah, 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 blah. No, that's from... um, Where was the second one? That was from The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi? Yeah, yeah. He says, let the past die, kill it if you have to. That's what he says. And that's when he's flying his TIE fighter straight into the deck of the of the shit where Princess Leia is there. You know, I mean, whatever, man. The only thing I'm bumped out about the the Star Wars movies is that I feel like it's it was supposed it it, it felt like it was it was, technically it was Rey and Kylo with Finn as support character and Poe as backup when it should have been uh, an adventure of Rey, Finn, and Poe. You know what I'm saying? Where Kylo Ren could have taken some steps back to be the major villain like he was with Vader. But he wasn't. You know, he literally turned into a love thing. And I was like, I just don't. I don't know, man. I just They whatever. had chemistry, Pedro. They had yeah, a, surprisingly, they had a lot of chemistry. Like, I remember yeah. watching the second movie. I'm like, wow. They have a lot more. Because they gave, they gave John Boyega, for some reason, like a bunch of love interests in this thing. Like, each movie had like someone else like, that was. Love? Who was his love interest in the first one? Ray, you can see it. Like, okay, he, I thought you were going to say Poe. I was like, no, it wasn't Poe. I mean, some people shipped it. Some and people they can ship shipped whatever it. They want. Yeah, they, they did. They shipped they it. Want. But even I was like, no, because me and my friends look at each other like that sometimes. And we're not, you know, we're not, we're not getting that close to each other. So <laughs> I don't know. It was, that was funny, though. And then, so it was Finn and Ray, and then, and then Ray Rose and Tico. Tico, and now... And then that girl, I forgot what her name was, she showed up in the third Look at me, movie. I don't even know her name. All I know is that she rode those horses on a Star Destroyer. That's pretty cool. I can't complain. Rogue One was one of my favorite, though. I loved Rogue One. I did, as I think that Rogue was my favorite Star Wars movie. Rogue One was great. What? That was my favorite Star Wars movie. What about Empire Strikes Back? I still like that one, the best Rogue One. Better than a new hope? Yes. I'm telling you, it's my favorite one. I am that was my number away. one. And I love Diego Luna's character, and I'm excited for his show. It's going to be like an espionage. I'm excited. Like I said, yeah, we know the movies didn't do well, but, you know, just leave the past alone. Look forward to whatever's happening. You know, the High Republic looks cool. You know, whatever, man. We, we're moving on. And, yeah. And uh, did you see? I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you saw it, but did you see that new trailer for James Bond? Yeah, well, yes, I did. I was watching it, and, well, I was hearing it, actually, because I was, I didn't see the trailer, like, I heard the trailer, so I was, like, doing some stuff in the background while the trailer was going on for the new one. Okay, so from what you heard, what did you think? <laughs> I'm like, they gave Anna de Armas lines. I'm so happy about that. What was her line again? I don't know. She was actually talking to someone. so And it was more than like, <laughs> okay. just a sentence. But what, I was happy to give What her else lines. did you remember of hearing about the trailer? I know they have Christoph Waltz back. Yeah, I think he's going to make a small cameo. I think... I think they had it set up like they were gonna work together somehow, or they were. I don't know. I know that I know he's like a thorn at James Bond's like side, and like they're gonna have to do something together at some point. No, I don't know about that. Okay, so 
No Time to Die looks great because it looks like they're bringing back that James Bond technology stuff we like. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, uh, Q drops James Bond in the new 007. Uh, she was in Captain Marvel. I forgot her name. Uh, they dropped them out of a plane inside this little rocket-looking plane. Mm-hmm. But when the airplane drops out of the plane, it expands its wings. And then it flies down. It goes right underwater. It just it looks like James Bond is taking a very like realistic, but finally adding some of that uh, some of that James Bond magic we like. The you know that cool stuff like the tech, the tech, the, the gadgets, and all that. The underwater car and all that. I really like what what I saw with this one. It, it looked it looked pretty brutal. This is gonna be Daniel Craig's last Bond film. That's what he said. Like the past two Bonds films. I think he's. Or... I think he's like. Oh, I kind of want to do another one. Then they did another. One. He's like, all right, I'm done after this one. And then he did it, and they were like, come on, do one more. And he's like, fuck, all right, this will be my last one. I don't want to do this shit anymore. So I, I think that's like his, his situation. You want to know what's funny though about the whole James Bond thing? I woke up to a tweet from James Bond itself tweeting me, hey. No Time to Die trailers out. Go ahead and check it out. And I was like, okay, we'll do, we'll do, Mr. Bond. It was so weird. It was like the first thing that you saw on the movie. Yeah, morning. like it, no, the official Twitter account from James Bond tweeted at me. At me. Directly at me. It's a fucking there. Really? Yeah. P underscore R O D 5 over at Twitter. The James Bond account, the legit James Bond account, tweeted at me telling me, hey, new James Bond trailer is dropping today. No time to die. Go check it out. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh, well, all right, Mr. Bond, I'll check this out. Film comes out in November. Yes, it's supposed to come around Thanksgiving. Oh, here's the thing. Since we live in California. Mm hmm. Do you think we'll get a chance to see it in theaters? Or you think we're going to have to do the Bill and Ted situation and order it on demand and watch it on demand? Well, we can just go to a drive-in. There's one, like, literally... In I am city. not going to get stuck in traffic just to watch a freaking movie. Oh, boy, how I hate traffic. I actually saw Tro- um, Trolls World Tour because my friend wanted to watch it. Oh, my God. At, you at got the dragged into that shit? It was cute, actually. Oh, fuck. It was cute. Okay. Talk to me about trolls, too, I guess. I like the music. Like they Justin Timberlake's of... in it. Yes, he is. Was he charming in there, too? Did he rip a troll's dress with just exposing one boo with one marker on it? No, no. I think that would have elevated its, you know, PG it's... to probably PG-13. I don't know. Oh, the Super Bowl know. was PG, and then look what happened. You see, it's censored. Oh my <laughs> it's god! Censored. I don't, I don't want. That was bad. What happened that day? But anyway, did you watch it live when it was happening? Oh, when he ripped uh, that one. Yeah. No, I, I, I see. I keep seeing clips. People keep bringing it up every time it's Super Bowl season. They're like, "Remember that one time, Justin Taylor again? We're talking about that shit again. God damn it!" I meant a lot for a lot of people. People were very impressed with Janet Jackson. I guess. I, he was a warped or a malfunction. That was the problem. He the dress wasn't supposed to, so she technically exposed her. Yeah, that was insane. I was like, ah, well, if anybody's gonna get away with it with no backlashes, Mister JT over there. But anyway, troll two, keep going. You're telling me about it. 
Oh, like it's basically I don't know because Anna Kendrick's in it, right? Yeah, she's in it. Yeah. She voices the main character. Can so, you tell it's Anna Kendrick? Yeah, you Risen, can tell. Okay, you can tell. It's like so. The it's same like voice. Owen Wilson. You can tell it's Lainey McQueen. Yeah, you can tell it's them. Good job. <laughs> like they don't really put much effort into like trying to change their voice, but that's fine. You know, you pay for Anna Kendrick. You want to use Anna Kendrick. You want her to use her voice. Not true. Not true. You don't pay. You pay for Nolan North, and you don't get Nolan North. You know what I'm saying? You pay for Troy Baker. You don't get Troy Baker. You don't. You pay for uh, what's his name, Steve Bloom. Sometimes you don't even get Steve Bloom. I've been watching The Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. and I was watching season one. And you know what I noticed? The guy that does the main villain is Steve Bloom. Mm-hmm. And I did not notice that till this till till recent. I've seen The Legend of Korra so many times. I think it's a great actually. I think it's great. I think when people give a shit, I'm like, you guys are really not being fair to it. I think it's a it's a great and a great uh, great cartoon series, as good as Avatar. Maybe a little less, but it's as good as it. Those are fighting words, Pedro. Those are, I don't give a shit, man. Those are, it's true, man. It's it's legit true. Like, I'll get going right now with Cora, but check it out. It took me a while. I am a huge Steve Bloom fan. Everybody knows Spike Spiegel. Steve Bloom to me will always be Spike Spiegel. I did not recognize Spike Spiegel's voice when I was watching The Legend of Korra. I was like, why does his voice sound familiar when I started like looking at it and paying more attention? I was like, his voice sounds kind of familiar. And I kept watching it. The closer I paid attention to it, I was like, who's that? And then I looked at it. I was like, holy shit, Steve Bloom, that's Spike Spiegel. And I was like, oh my God. So, not all the time. When you pay for the actor, you're not asking for the actor. You're acting for the, what they could bring to the table. That's how it works. If sometimes. Some, sometimes If somebody want... tells me, hey, Pedro Rodriguez, I want you to voice a character in whatever. All right, cool. How do you want the voice? Well, I want this. Okay, well, I'm going to do that. He's not asking for me. He's asking for me to deliver a character I can give. Lightning McQueen just sounds like Owen Wilson. He just does. And it suits him. It suits Lightning McQueen's voice. If you think about it, it really does. Going back to Legend of Korra. This is why I think it's a great cartoon series that does not get the love and respect it should get. She constantly fails. You ever notice that? Every season, she constantly fails. Mm -hmm. She fails terrible. And she has to learn a lesson. Aang was learning about... Doing stuff. He never had to learn a lesson of like getting somebody killed or losing something. Korra lost her bending. But she learned how to gain her uh, her avatar. Uh, her wind. And then she had to be taught the lesson of like, you know, at your weakest points is when you're your strongest. So she had to learn that lesson that it's okay to be weak. You don't have to act all tough and mighty. So, bam. She got her avatar's powers back. I'm telling you, man, she constantly fails and she succeeds. That's why I like The Legend of Korra. I'm like, dude, this is... Aang was perfect. Aang got it all right. Aang did it perfect. When did he ever get Katara in trouble? He never did. Oh, he a, never they, did. They had a few moments, you know, when they They were had moments, about- but it never went to the point. Korra accidentally opened a portal to the other... Uh, 
to the spirit world accidentally because she refused to listen to Tenzin and her father and listen to her uncle instead. It was her mistake because she should know that Tenzin and her father are only looking out for what's best for her. And look what she did when she refu- when she told Tenzin no longer to be his trainer and she closed her doors on her father. What happened? The uncle betrayed her and he opened the door, the portal to the spirit world. And then there was a water tribe revolution going on, a civil war. Why? Because she, there was a lesson she had to learn that patience is key. I'm telling you, this this show is great, and I don't think people give it give it much props. Okay, so I like the show, but <sighs> I think you really want to fight me on this, or no? My issues with the show is sometimes it's too melodramatic, like. Like sometimes I feel like I was watching oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah. soap opera no, no, and no. I did not like and, that. And that's why, and that's why I tell people like, like if you if you if you go back and look at it, there was no drama in Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is great. But sometimes drama is needed. And this one, that's why I tell people, is as good as Avatar, if not maybe a little less, because that drama can be a little problematic. The whole relationship between her and Mako is kind of like, what, you know? Like, when she asks him for advice or she asks him for something and he gives her her most opinion, she's like, how can you turn your back on me like that? Why would you ask for somebody an opinion if you're just going to fight with them more? You get me? So that did get a little old. It does get a little annoying. But it doesn't last very long. So you kind of just fly over it, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's easy. It's easy to just... And she was... she was, I think she was technically legit the first LGBTQ... Did I say that right? LGBT. Is there a Q at the end? Sometimes they put Q. Sometimes. Okay. LGBTQ. LGBT slash Q. Whatever you guys want to put it. This was the first episode that Cora, the main character, is a bisexual. She's bisexual. I never bought that until like the very end. They just felt like friends. No, I didn't it, like it. it legit, I did not like, like them to getting together. I'll you didn't like the idea? Okay, so here we go, people. This is now officially Avatar statement talk. Let's go. Okay, so a lot of women tend to be portrayed when they're independent and like headstrong as lesbians, and that's fine. I'm sure there are plenty of women who are lesbians who are independent. Yeah. And it's strong. But the thing is, like, I feel like it happens, like, as as soon as... No, no, no. It happens too often. Like, I feel like you don't get... Like, whenever... Like, whenever there's a character that has, like, this... Tends to have this trait. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, people are like, oh, she's a lesbian. She's a lesbian. Like, no, a straight person, a straight woman can be like that, too. You know? And then I wanted... And the thing is, like, Cora had... She never had girlfriends. You know, as an, a girl, that's a friend. All right, mm-hmm. until she had like a Sami. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, she finally has a girl pal, a female someone, friend. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I wanted their friendship to grow. You know. But then it, it turned into into that, and I'm like, oh. I mean, like, why do they have to turn something like so? I mean, you know, so nice, and then like they had to make it romantic. I, I understood it from the moment where the the whole how she, she was the only one they were talking to and stuff like I started to get the picture that they were going for, but here's my thing, here's my thing. I wish they would have built it from the beginning instead of last season to chuck it all in one. And you know, I would have liked to see them grow as friends and then into the relationship. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what I yeah. would have liked to see. See, like if they had I don't, done that, I don't I don't mind. I don't mind how they would have. I don't mind how each character was. I just wish, like, because the whole Asami and Mako, and then Mako and Korra, and then Mako and Asami, and and then back to it was just like, where are we going with this, people? We we got we got to figure this out. So I think from the very beginning, it would have been good if it was like say season one, it's Mako and Asami, and in season two, it's Asami. Figuring Asami and Korra having a strong relationship, and in season three, bam, you hit them with they're really into each other in a relationship type, and then bam, with the final season, they're an actual couple. I would have liked to see that. See, that would have been so much Cause, better. Because let's be honest, that's how friendships are. That's how that's that's how relationships start. You become friends with somebody, you really get connected, and then once you really become connected, and you start to get feelings, and then bam, you get a relationship, and then bam. And that's what I've liked. But I, I felt like it was a little rush. I would have liked for them to maybe extend it a little longer. But, I mean, I understand. Maybe they were hesitating at the beginning. And then they were like, hey, final season, fuck it. Let's just throw it in there. Bam. So we threw it in there. And it felt like it just got thrown in it there. It did. It, it, like, even when I was little, I was like, uh, when I was little. When I was like in my teens, I was like, uh, okay, I, I, I guess. I guess there are a couple. I guess. So it took me time to figure it out that they were it genuinely turned into that. I don't know. I see. I see. I don't know. It, it was. It wasn't weird because they were lesbians and all that. We're not throwing shade at them at all. We're just saying that we wish it was you know a little more, you know, extended a little longer. Have you, you know? watched Shira? No, I haven't. Like for that one, that show from the very beginning, it gave you hints that like all these two chicks, the main characters. Mm-hmm. Are into each other like yeah, yeah, yeah. like like little hints like little, things that were subtle. You're like oh, okay. So at the very fi- final season, mm-hmm. when they were wrapping things up, they still had that dynamic of um of that romantic dynamic. Yeah, and that was fine. You know that was like that. You know I love that show. Well, I I want to say love. I really like that show. And, and here here's here's the thing too. Also talking about that, the whole Mako and Cora thing too. I felt rushed too. Just- it did. Rush. And I feel like the they, relationships uh, in general in, in that series. Now that I think about it more, feel a little rushed. Not Asami and Mako because you could kind of see it from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It was leading to that, but the whole Korra and Mako and then Korra and Asami, that whole thing. Poor Bolin, man. I feel bad for Bolin. He tries so hard to find himself a girl. He just not so well to, towards the end. But anyway, that's kind of my thing, though. Like I, I just wish it was more extended. You know. Don't be afraid to take risk. Just go out there and just put it out there. I was watching it on Netflix. Have you? Do you watch it on Netflix? What do you? What do you watch? It's been a while since I watched it. I haven't watched it on Netflix. Okay, so before we end the show, before you end the show, I forgot you're hosting. You're supposed to be talking more than me. Anyway, Myra, what do you think is the best streaming service so far out of everything we have? everything what do you think is still the best is the best streaming service we have i think it just depends on what you want for the most part so the thing about netflix is that netflix has a bunch of original stuff and they put everything they dump the seasons all at once so you get like the whole picture you know yeah of what you what you want whereas in like hulu has a bunch of stuff from like other networks Mm -hmm. mostly now like fox and disney but they have, like, a back catalog of tons of, like, older stuff mm-hmm. that you can watch. And 
like I rewatched Malcolm in the Middle. I love Malcolm in the Middle. And oh, I my brother loves Malcolm in the Middle too. He'll tune for that. I watched Seinfeld again. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many things that you can watch on there, and like they're just like a lot of good like nostalgia moments. So okay, so to bring it down, let me ask you: if you had to to recommend one thing to one person, like say this person only has money to afford one. Which one do you recommend to him? Out of every single one of them. That's hard because, like, you need to know what they're into. Because if you want something that has, like, oh my god, okay, let's say the person is me. I am broke as shit. I only have money for one streaming service. And your book, which is the best one for you to recommend to me? Go. I would recommend you. HBO Max. HBO Max? You would recommend me HBO Max. Why HBO Max? They have a lot of of the, like, they have really, you know what, it's the, it's the quality. Uh-huh. They have a lot of quality stuff on there. That's what it has. Yeah, it has, that's, like, that's the good, great thing about it is that there's so much on there. Yeah, like, it has, like, all the HBO shows. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the HBO shows tend to be quality. Like, mm-hmm. even the, even the bad HBO shows tend to be good. Like, they yeah, have, yeah, yeah. They're, they're watchable. Yeah, there's like Studio Ghibli, Cartoon yes, Network, Adult Swim. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. I haven't even gone through the whole thing, dude. They have some anime stuff, too. Yeah, they do. They do. And they have this new show. I just watched it yesterday. They, for some reason, like. I'm watching HBO... Yon- Yonsha or something like that? No. <laughs> the dude with the white hair with the red outfit, uh, Samurai. Kind of anime. It's an old school one. He has like years. He has like a whole red uh, Ronin outfit. He has white hair. Only anime character you know has long white hair, gray hair. Inuasha. Inuasha. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm watching. That's what I'm watching right now. Oh. In my book. Oh, you were gonna say something. No, no. There's a show called Raised by Wolves. I just watched it yesterday. The first three episodes are there uh... now. If you like sci-fi, and I love sci-fi. I love sci-fi too, but I'm still picky. And you want like something, that, and you don't, if you want something that's like super, like. Super violence. weird. Oh, I do like my violence. Like people like legit exploding in this thing, and you're like watching like, oh my gosh. Like I'm, like I don't know if I should see or not, and then you're watching because you can't look away. Uh-huh. It's like one of the most beautiful shows I've ever seen. Like, I'm watching the show and I'm like, "Whoa!" Like, how do you have the budget for this? It's it's incredible, and it's by Ridley Scott. So I'm like, "Okay, that's probably why." Okay, all right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I think personally, if I was gonna recommend something to someone, I think it would be Hulu. Hulu. I think Hulu, just because Hulu is more of a TV sh- of a TV network than mm-hmm. an actual streaming service. So I feel like you still could get more bang for the buck there a little bit more. It's a little cheaper. It is. So I feel that. I feel like Hulu would be the best one. My problem with Netflix is that sometimes it just it's just it just dies out, man. There's not a lot sometimes to watch. There's so many stuff there that's like not just like for me in general. There's like stuff. Sometimes they have the same stuff for freaking months, man, and months and months and months. And it's like, oh my god, these guys need to change the library now. That reminds me of uh, this episode of Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. when Timmy talks to about the future to someone, 
And then um, they're talking like scary stories. They're like, in the future, there'll be 5,000 different channels, but nothing to watch. Yeah, and and like, that's no! freaking Netflix right there, dude. That is Netflix right there sometimes. Like, nothing to watch. And uh, yeah, so Hulu, if anything, if it wasn't Hulu, I would do- definitely say HBO Max. HBO Max at least has a lot to give. I'm pretty sure by the time you're done watching HBO Max, by the time you're done watching it, um, I'm sure they'll they'll add something. Hulu, who, uh, I'm sure they'll add something else to it. Mm-hmm. That's mine, uh, HBO Max or Hulu, either one. So far, sorry Netflix, but you're a little behind there. Well, I think that's all we got for today, Myra. It is. Would you like to wrap up the video? Or would you like for me to wrap up the video? You gotta wrap it up. You gotta give up your your accounts, man. Oh my! <laughs> Subscribe to my accounts to get free trials at YouTube.com. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you guys know what to do, man. Hit us that like. Hit us with that follow. You know, the more of you guys follow us, the more we keep doing this stuff. You also get notified when new episodes come up of What the Geek Talk. This is episode 29. Uh, Sunday's gonna be What the Talk with you know who the infamous one, the talking chicken, man. That dude's going to be joining. Oh, wait. You know what? Yeah, yeah. So far, chicken. Maybe chicken. We'll see. We'll see. Sometimes I got to swap schedules around. If you guys want to hit us up over at Instagram, that's what the pop over at Instagram. W-H-E-T-T-H-A-P-O-P. Or if you guys want to come directly to me over at Instagram, that's P-R-O-D dot 94 or period 94. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where we put our random thoughts videos up. We can let you know what we think, what we see, how we feel about certain things. Call of Duty, the Batman Justice League are up there too. So you guys could go and uh, check that out. The Tony Hawk video will be dropping tomorrow too. So I'm pretty excited for that one. I've been playing that one. That's What the Pop over at YouTube. W-H-A-T-T-H-A-P-O-P. Same as Instagram, guys. And if you guys are over on Twitter, that's P underscore R-O-D-5. Go on and check out James Bond tweeting to me. That was insane. I still can't believe that. James Bond tweeted out to me. Not Made Daniel day, Craig. Man. James Bond itself. Made your day, man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's all I got, Mara. Anything else you want to say before we... Or you wrap this up? It is your podcast. It is your episode. It was nice having you guys here. And it's always a pleasure being here week after week. Week after week after week after week. And see you guys next week. Yeah, and for everything geek culture, keep tuned here at What the Geek Talk, What the Pop, What the Talk.